Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments with the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowicz. On today's episode, we progress to step number three on your Profit First journey of transformation as you transform your business from being a cash-eating monster operating check-to-check to to a money-making machine with cold, hard cash in the bank to correlate to your profitability. And so you may ask, what does step number three involve? Step number three to implementing Profit First Right is hauling your ass to an inconvenient bank to open your profit hold and tax hold savings accounts. So Mike, if we already got our butt to the bank to open our core Profit First accounts, what is the purpose or reason as to why we need a second inconvenient bank that we have to haul our asses to. I love that as haul your ass because that that is exactly what it is. There's this concept of temptation and uh, how it works is temptation is like a muscle. I shouldn't say temptation itself, but resisting temptation, trying to avoid it is like a muscle. If something is tempting, like I love chocolate chip cookies. And uh, if you put it in front of me, um, I will consistently say right in the back, oh, I really shouldn't, I don't want to, I'm really trying to stay lean. Um, but if it sits there long enough, at a certain point, I'll cave in and all the, the reasons and justifications pop in my mind. Like, ah, one cookie doesn't hurt anyone. And, and um, you know, it, it, calories are calories. I have all these excuses. And then I'll, I'll consume that cookie, which means I start establishing the habit now of consuming more cookies. And my daughter, she likes to bake chocolate chip cookies and she loves to toy with me and she'll put out like sometimes she'll, the house you know, will be wafting with, with the smell of fresh baked cookies and she'll put like 20 in front of me. I just got to walk away. <laughs> it's torture. The one way I found most effective in not consuming cookies is it's not having them available in the house. 
So other than those moments when she's toying with me, we don't have any, there's no cookies in our house and no surprise, we don't eat them. Um, we don't have soda and no surprise, no one in our house drinks soda. So when something is not accessible, when the desire comes about to access that thing, which is only human natural, like it'll pop up saying, oh, I wish I could have a cookie or oh, I would love to have a Coke right now. Since it's not around, the inconvenience of its access prevents me from consuming it. Those weak moments don't become an action because I just can't get to it. Well, that's how it works with, with money. When you allocate money to a profit and also for your tax reserve, and the money is sitting there for a period of time and accumulating your cookies, it become very tempting because the moment will come where there's an opportunity to buy some some technology or make an investment in advertising, or, you know, we just need something, or maybe that bill comes in that you didn't anticipate or forgot about and now can't quote unquote afford it. It's really easy then to desire comes up to, to borrow from ourselves. And so we just go to that account and say, well, this is one time we, we, we build a justification in our mind and we steal from ourselves. The only way to prevent it is through inconvenience. If I can't get access to the money, I can't get access to it. I've um, taken this to a level where we have a, a, it's called a ladder strategy, but we put our profit into CDs, 90-day CDs. And so the money goes in and isn't accessible for 90 more days uh, without extraordinary inconvenience and having to take a penalty and so forth. So that's one technique to lock this money up and every 90 days it opens up and then I can do the withdrawal for its only intended purpose. Profit's only purpose is to reward shareholders. It's the only use of profit. Now the profit account at times, as I shared before, can be used to pay off past debt. I call it the past sins. Um, but that when profit is used to pay off debt, that is not a profit distribution. And that's not really profit in the sense that I'm defining it. Um, it's just that you've allocated the profit account and built up that habit so that when all the debt is paid off, then the profit comes out to serve its only purpose, which is to reward shareholders. The inconvenient bank prevents us from stealing from ourselves. It is the most powerful mechanism to ensure a profit habit. So get a bank that is inconvenient. And hauling your ass could be a long drive. It could be barriers is, a, is another for, for a form of this. You could have the only way you can issue checks in that bank is to have a dual signature and have a, a friend of yours not associated with the business who's a real stinge be one of the dual signatures. You can do stuff like that. Honestly, entrepreneurial friends, if you can tackle this step and haul your ass to an inconvenient bank, then you are staying on the path to doing profit first right. This inconvenient bank is the out-of-sight, out-of-mind bank. You don't necessarily have to drive across state lines to open your profit hold and tax hold savings accounts at your designated inconvenient bank. You can open these accounts online. The psychology behind inconvenient is that it is a challenge for you to get the money out of this inconvenient bank. Applicable criteria to qualify your inconvenient bank as truly inconvenient is as follows. A, getting any sum of money out of the profit hold 
and or tax hold savings accounts at your inconvenient bank requires a dual signature. You can't pull the money out without someone who cares about you knowing about it and being that second signature you need to withdraw money. B, you must opt out of online access and have to physically go to the bank to get money out by having the bank issue you a cashier's check or they have to mail you the check. It should be challenging to get this money, so it is never the easy option if you are tempted to float an expense in your business or plow money back into your business to support basic operations. As my dad has told me for the last 20 plus years of being an entrepreneur, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. When you insert a bit of self-discipline and take temptation off the table, you are going to be successful because these actions and these efforts demonstrate determination. If you are determined to do profit first right, then haul your ass to an inconvenient bank and open your profit hold and tax hold savings accounts. Let's get step number three done so we can move you on to the fun stuff. I'd like to insert a little segment from an interview I did that will be a bonus episode. It's a Profit First Nation inspiration with Tamson Webster, who has successfully implemented Profit First in her business. And so let's pass it on to that segment. It definitely is one of those things where you have to put your faith in the system in the beginning. Cause you know, I, I will still say that I've just <laughs> so, like some of the percentages to me just are a little magic. Like I just, I don't, well, my profit, my, like my tax rate is high. How does, how does this work? But the, just the, the, the implementation of it, it just to just, I mean, it is kind of the classic Nike, just do it kind of thing. But I think to me, that's, that's the power of it. So Tamsin refers it to as putting faith into the system. You can use a synonym for that as trust. And so because it is worth repeating from last week's episode from page 48 of Profit First, trust the process. This works, but it is unfamiliar. So you will resist. Commit to it for now, relinquishing your resistance and comfort in doing what you did in the past. First, trust the process, then prove it to yourself. Tamsin Webster has successfully proven it to herself, and I can't wait for you guys to hear her bonus episode where we dive deep into talking about her Profit First transformation journey. Trust the process. Commit to it. Set yourself up for doing Profit First right. Haul your ass to an inconvenient bank and open your profit hold and tax hold savings accounts. You should only have to access these accounts four times per year at the end of each quarter to take your profit distributions and to pay your estimated quarterly taxes. So this inconvenient bank should be your happy place. It is a place where you store your cold, hard cash to correlate to your profitability. 
your inconvenient bank will remove the temptation to plow money back into your business. This inconvenient bank will actually allow you to bank on yourself in the future. Our emergency fund for our business is at our inconvenient bank. We are stockpiling money at our inconvenient bank that will allow us to make a Warren Buffett-like move in the future. If we want to make an acquisition, we will do it with the money we are hoarding at our inconvenient bank. Yes, of course, technically you can see the account balances from your accounts at your inconvenient bank on your balance sheet. But unlike most business owners who are checking their typically single business bank account balance on a seemingly hourly basis, when you have your profit hold and tax hold savings account set up, you can relax. Forget about them. They will be on autopilot. Their single job is to store your hard and well-earned money. You set them up and forget about them. Let them do their job in peace without disturbance. Sweep money from your profit account and tax account at your primary bank to your profit hold and tax hold savings accounts at your inconvenient bank on your designated allocation day. Then, at the end of the quarter, distribute the profit from your profit hold account and pay your quarterly tax obligations from your tax hold account. Now, a bit of clarification the profit hold and tax hold accounts are both for the benefit of the owner. When money comes out of the business to the owner, these are owner distributions. When you take the money out of your profit hold account and put those funds into a personal account, that will be reflected as an owner's distribution. When you take money from your tax hold account to pay your obligations to the IRS, that too is an owner's distribution. Profit First is a cash management system that gives the cash in your business specific jobs. Cash allocated to profit, cash allocated to owner's pay, cash allocated to taxes, and cash allocated to operating expenses. Since we are touching on financial reporting, owner's pay is going to be in the form of salary and owner's distributions. You will pay yourself a salary if you are a subchapter S organization, and ideally, your salary should meet the IRS's requirements, but you likely do not want to take all of your owner's pay as salary because then you are overpaying on your taxes because you're paying too much in payroll taxes on yourself and you're getting dinged for employer payroll taxes that the IRS will gladly accept but never offer you a credit balance refund on. You don't want to overpay. You want to meet your obligations without overpaying. Your owner's pay will be reflected as officer's compensation on your income statement. This is a salary you are paying yourself. And when you take out the balance of your owner's pay outside of salary, that will be reflected as owner's distribution. For this episode, we have a few graphics to depict how Profit First is reflected on your financial statements. If you're a visual person, these should help you. To access our resources, click on ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Resources. I am not an accountant, 
Any tax advice should come from a licensed CPA who has reviewed your financials and understands your business. The ideal time to sit down with a CPA to discuss your tax strategy is the months of September and October. This timing gives them an understanding of how the current year is going and what the following year is teeing up. If you would like to connect with a profit-first professional accountant to specifically discuss your taxes and ensure you are doing profit-first right, then please visit profitfirstnation.com and click on contact. Baby steps, and you will get there, my entrepreneurial friend. Thank you for joining us on Profit First Nation. We appreciate the opportunity to serve you as you continue down your Profit First journey of transformation. Don't forget, you can get full transcriptions of each episode as well as access to episode resources by visiting ProfitFirstNation.com. That's ProfitFirstNation.com. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation's website, social media accounts, and related podcasts are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. How'd you love the show today? I hope a lot. Do yourself a favor and me a favor. Why don't you subscribe?